rage. Lock yourself in. I'm not completely alone here in the cage. I'm talking to you. That's communication. I get 15 minutes a day on the interwebs. That's enough. Even though I type with one finger and I get to chat now and then on the way to the light well. Blessed be the light. May it keep you well. Some of you suffer from information overload. You wake up and reach for your phone. You check for your phone during dinner. You check your pockets before you leave the house. This is not good, my friends. This is obsessive. This is dependent, this behavior. You are addicted to your device. I know, we made them that way. It's not your fault. You were made that way. The device is made that way. You fit together like LSD in a neuron receptor. So, how will we evolve? Writing killed the sunline, the printing press dispatched the epic poem, the interweb has rendered useless the magazine, the newspaper. Where goes it next? More urgent than our cultural evolution, perhaps, is the survival of civilization that supports it. One good thing about having 23 and one half hours to think every day is that you get a bit of perspective without the constant barrage of information that you suffer out there, poor sucker. I use the term lovingly, my good friend. Don't turn me off because I called you a name. We need each other. I need your ear and you may benefit from the power of my cogitation. If I judge you correctly, dear listener, sweet ears, there is only so much doom and gloom that you can take. Two years of daily statistics about COVID was as much as anyone could bear, and in the end you'd prefer to be infected and die than spend another six weeks in lockdown. Now we're all sick, and the price of food has gone up, and we wonder what really went wrong with the world. Worse still, we know. We know what went wrong with the world. We burned a billion years of sunlight in a century and got the place all hot and steamy. We sucked all the water out of the ground and now we get droughts and floods and the plants die and drown and our houses fall down and get washed into the sea and we're sorry we made that mess. But we're not sure how to stop because not only are we addicted to our devices, we're addicted to convenience, we're addicted to comfort in general, and it's too hard to get out and walk and grow our own tomatoes and make our own music and take responsibility for the increasingly complicated decisions that confront us everywhere we turn. Who did take all the toilet paper? One day there was tons of the stuff and the next day all the shelves were empty. That, sweet ears, is an anal obsession that I'm going to have to probe and one day I'll probe it properly. Don't you worry about that. In my 15 minutes of interweb chat yesterday, I spoke to a wealthy Pakistani flying home for a wedding. Is your family all right in the floods, I asked. If you build on a floodplain, you get flooded, he shrugged. Well, he's right, if a little dismissive. Besides, it's someone else's pain, and this week it's Florida's turn, and next week it might be mine, and so we come full circle. How do we deal with cognitive dissonance? It's warm and dry inside and I don't want to stand in the rain and express solidarity with the suffering billions. 
These are systemic problems and I want the system to change but I'm somewhat powerless here in my individual three squares metres of cage. We have to maintain a realistic intellectual despair combined with a fervent collective hope. We have to lobby governments catering for the wealthiest lobbyists and the lowest common denominator to lead us out of this wicked problem and it seems undesperately likely that they can do it. How can they ignore the wealthiest lobbyist and stop appealing to the lowest common denominator? We have to collectively gird our loins and create a collaborative transition that will survive the collapse of the systems around us. And that's life. That's our lot. That's the reality of the environmental destruction we have wrought on the natural systems that nurture us and the violence we have done to the fabric of humanity. Roll up your sleeves today. Do the little bit that you can. Carve out a place for a mushroom or a lettuce seeding wing. See if you can find someone to swap it with and just remember, from little things, big things grow.